What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Welcome to A to Z Sports, powered by the Ben and GM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us all over social media as we are. Nashville's on-demand sports talk network going live weekday mornings at 8 central time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Links to the show segment by segment on our Twitter timeline at A to Z Sports. Also follow us on Instagram and TikTok for more Titans content. Gathering our sponsors because uh, they uh, make uh, it happened for us, and they help out you guys, like Wilson County Hyundai. WilsonCountyHyundai.com is where to go to make them a part of your new car buying process in Lebanon or at WilsonCountyHyundai.com. The Bone & Joint Institute, BoneAndJointTN.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Farm Bureau Health Plans, get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans. That means better coverage rates and service. Learn more about a health plan for you, fbhp.com slash A-T-O-Z. And Hughes and Coleman Injury Lawyers, the official injury lawyers of the Tennessee Titans. If you've been injured in a car wreck, call Hughes and Coleman for a free case consultation at 800-800-4600. So, Zach, uh, things moved really quickly uh, yesterday, which was a Tuesday, uh, and Rand Carthon uh, being reported as the new Titans GM, but officially it happened kind of real quickly, even quicker than that, because uh, Mike Garofolo of the NFL network initially reported that there were three finalists that were getting second interviews with the Titans. That being uh, Ryan Calvin, the interim GM, Ryan Carthon, and then Ian Cunningham. And then just a, a couple hours later, you have Diana Rossini hitting us with the bomb of, the Tennessee Titans are hiring San Francisco 49ers director of pro, uh, pro personnel, Rand Carthon, as the new general manager. Sources uh, from Diana Rossini and her colleague at ESPN, Jeff Darlington. So that was that news. So maybe uh, uh, no second round of interviews. Uh, there was a report that Ian Cunningham got a second round of interview on Monday uh, or Tuesday as well. Malik Boyd was in the building earlier this week from the Bills, but Rand Carthon, yesterday afternoon, according to Rossini and other reports, he's the guy. What do you think? Well, we talked about this leading up to it, which is in-house or out-of-house, and Amy Adams Strunk and the Tennessee Titans brass, ownership brass, decided to go out-of-house. Out and I think that's a good move. That's fresh blood, new set of eyes coming in from a very well-run organization in the San Francisco 49ers and have been for some time, right? Once they, they went through their like Mike Singletary days, right back in the day, mm -hmm. but then they, they righted the ship and, you know, Kyle Shanahan has been very, very good for a very long time and getting the most out of that team. I actually feel, and this, I've got multiple opinions on pros and cons of the similarities of San Francisco and Tennessee and how those, two particular franchises approach the game with their roster, their playing style, their mindset. And so, you know, obviously two very different head coaches and offensive-minded in Kyle Shannon and defensive-minded in, mm -hmm. in Mike Vrabel, but there are some similarities. And so they go out and get Rand Carthon that can come in here and I think diagnose some of the issues in-house that, look, that this franchise has. 
You don't lose seven straight after being seven and three to end a season, regardless of the injury situation, just because, just because. Yeah. There is a reason that that happened. And so I think Rand Carthon's got to come in here and diagnose and look around and say, look, what are some pieces that I like a part of the Tennessee Titans? And what are some new pieces that we need to come in here and give some fresh life to? And I think he's got to look at the scouting department. I think he's got to look at the coaching staff. He's got to get to know Mike Vrabel. He's got to get to know, you know, the, the guys that are going to be working hand in hand with him as a general manager. So there's a lot to, to unpack here. But, you know, an uh, initial reaction is, you know, I think this is a, you know, a positive hire. I think around the league, getting to know a guy that, you know, we didn't really know. You go through interview process. He doesn't get the job. He goes back to San Francisco and yeah. goes on his merry way. So right. that's kind of that's kind of my initial feeling. But look, new blood into a franchise that needs some new blood. That's good. Yeah. So Dinah Rossini and Jeff Darlington with the initial report. Uh, we have still yet to hear this come from the Titans. So we'll kind of keep our eye out for that. But let's get into what Rain Carthon has done with the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, again, director of pro personnel, his official title, and has been with the Niners since 2017. Before that, he was with the St. Louis and Los Angeles Rams. And then before that, he was with the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, and then, you know, uh, several people have brought up in the chat, Zach, uh, that uh, former Colts running back, Rand Carthon, and also former Florida Gator running back, Rand Carthon. So if you're a Tennessee Titan Vol fan combo, now you've got a, a, a Gator Colt uh, running things from the GM, which is interesting. I think, as long as he can win games, yeah, I don't right? think anybody yeah. cares. Yeah, well, like, Zach, you know this. Like, we both have a disdain about the Ohio State University. So Mike Vrabel, the Ohio State, and then you've got a Florida Gator in there at GM. You know, that makes me feel a certain type of way with those two schools. But anyway, here is kind of more about what uh, Rand Carthon's job has been as far as director of uh, – Pro personnel and then player personnel. So uh, he was five seasons as director of pro personnel with the San Francisco 49ers. And then this past year, 2022, is his second season as overall director of player personnel. So he did get a, a promotion a couple of years ago after five years as pro personnel. In his role, Carthon is responsible for evaluating the top college prospects and assists in the construction of the pro free agency board and evaluations. He also works with the football administration staff with player market analysis and unrestricted free agent strategies. Uh, that's that's from the 49ers website, Zach. That sounds like a pretty good job description to fit what the role of general manager uh, will be for the Tennessee Titans. Well, yeah, and all general managers, you know, uh, that are are grooming themselves to do that job have got to be a jack of all trades, right? You have to do everything. That is when you're the leader of any company, you got to be able to be able to do everything for on all walks of life from top to bottom. And, you know, from this particular standpoint, I do think that he is qualified, right? You want a qualified individual to come in and lead your franchise, a multi-billion dollar franchise, right? This is, this is serious stuff. And Rand Carthon gets this job really on, on the horizon of a brand new stadium, a buzzing city, like all of these things. Now he's going to have to figure out what he's going to want to do with Ryan Tannehill, Jeffrey Simmons, and, and Derrick Henry, you know, mm -hmm. in the, in the short term, but he needs to have a long-term vision. 
And then I want to bring this up because I am curious, Ryan, and, you know, we were talking about this morning, you know, when is it going to be his, when are the Titans officially going to announce this? And then when are they going to yeah. introduce him as general manager with the press conference? You know, I want to know this, just what I like what Ryan wants to know. Sure. Which so, is what Vrabel, uh, was Vrabel involved in the interview process? And if so, how much? And if not, why? Those there, there's my question. Hey, I got a question. That's my question. So, Sam, uh, Buck, anybody who's going to be the press conference, that would be my question. They will definitely address that because somebody's got to ask it. But Ryan, bang, he hits the nail right there on the head. How much would you want to collaborate? I don't know if we still have that graphic of collaboration. Yeah, yeah we I do. Look right here. <laughs> collaborator, collaborator. Can we collaborate? We want to collaborate, 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 collaborate. So right there, was there any collaboration in the interview process with Mike Vrabel? Well, and there were reports that came out about um about scheduled two, though. We don't know if it happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't, I mean, you would it would be really strange if you said I don't know. I think they made the decision pretty quick. Like I mean, uh, to, to be honest, like you look at the timeline of what maybe would happen. Now we don't know the ins and outs of how many interviews, when the interviews were like all of their, you know, steps and processes for every single general manager, but or general general manager potential hire. But I look at this and say, how much was Mike Vrabel involved in this? And I think that could be a good thing. It's not necessarily a bad thing, but I do think it's telling. So uh, more information about uh, Rand Carthon in that, you know, Blake asked, and I think Blake's asking, what's the difference in the two jobs? So I'm going to flip back to the job description graphic we've got about uh, Rand here. His second season as director of player personnel after five seasons of the director of pro personnel. So there is a difference here. Pro personnel, you are involved in scouting the rest of the NFL player personnel you're heading up that and then you're also heading up the collegiate scouting so pro personnel Zach is a off-season job and in-season job uh in season uh pro personnel you evaluate the waiver wire that is a daily thing in the NFL as we know covering the Titans the most injured football team over a two-year span the waiver wire a daily thing that's a pro personnel director's responsibility, as well as free agency in the offseason when it comes to evaluation uh, and players who target in free agency. Another aspect of pro personnel director is in-season week-to-week scouting, is setting up future, scouting future opponents for the coaching staff. So that ties Carthon closer to a coaching staff than maybe a director of player personnel. So I, I do find that football game planning, scouting side of it, uh, and knowing the entire NFL as a big positive for, for Rand there too. And so player personnel, it's a step above. Now you involve uh, the collegiate scouting and the draft process as well. Well, and that's that was needed by John Robbins the last two years yeah. because he had to go pick up guys off the streets. I mean, right. you get in binds, you get in situations. And, you know, let's be honest, you know, the, the San Francisco 49ers have also been hurt and injured at times, Right. With from from all the way to the top with sure. their quarterback situation, yeah. obviously we'll talk about that a little bit later. But you know, I think this is a move that you. I, here's one thing: the Titans look to have done their due diligence on these hires. I want to know more about it, but it sounds like they did their homework on these guys and they made sure that they got it right because 
you know, the John Robinson firing, I believe, kind of came out of nowhere, right? I mean, I think we all felt that way. Now, he had done some things that solidified, okay, that makes a little bit more sense now that I've heard the news. But in the middle of the year, you know, I don't think anybody was like, oh, well, yeah, John Robinson gets fired. No, that happened in the middle of the year, and everything kind of crumbled after that. But Amy Adams-Strunk was very deliberate in her decision based on why that that happened. Now, she made Mike Vrabel go explain to the media and the public exactly (laughs) why that was. But she was deliberate in saying that that was not the direction that they wanted to go and some mistakes were made and maybe lack of collaboration and all of those things. But, you know, I'm excited about the new direction of of the Tennessee Titans. They need some new direction. What they've been doing has not worked to get them their Super Bowl appearance or championship that truly is and was and has been over the last couple of years their goal. When you go to the playoffs multiple times, you go to the AFC championship game, you go to back-to-back division titles and and hosting home playoff games, Mm -hmm. you are in the Super Bowl running. But we all know that that all fell short for, you know, a plethora of reasons, right? They had their run in, in 2019. And, I mean, that was pretty stellar in the sense of what that represented. They had dynamic offense in 2020 with, with Derrick Henry. They had, you know, the opportunity in 2021 to go out and be the number one seed in the AFC. And then this year it's kind of crumbled. How do you reset and get back on the horse and actually try to ride with the ponies that are the chiefs, the Bengals and the bills. Right. For sure. A to Z sports here live reacting to the news of the Titans reportedly set to hire Rand Carthon as the new GM. Let's see and hear from the Titans new GM Rand Carthon here in a second. We'll play a video from the 49ers to, you know, we don't get to see or hear, you know, front office guys who are not the GM that often, especially from other teams. So let's see and hear the guy. But first, let me tell you guys about Hughes and Coleman, the official injury lawyers of the Tennessee Titans and now of Rand Carthen. So uh, if you have been injured in a car wreck, call Hughes and Coleman for a free case consultation. Their phone number, 800-800-4600. Hughes and Coleman has won and rewarded their clients with over $1 billion uh, in, 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 in money from their car accidents over the past 30 years, and they can do the same thing for you. They've got the muscle, they've got the resources to battle against those big insurance companies, and we can't do that on our own. That's why we need Hughes and Coleman. And the Titans trust Hughes and Coleman, A to Z trust Hughes and Coleman, you should too. So if you've been injured in a car wreck, Hughes and Coleman Injury Lawyers is who to call for a free case consultation, 800-800-4600, Principal Office, Nashville, Tennessee. ADC Sports were powered by BetMGM. Man, last night I had a six-leg parlay hit on a free bet that won me 84 bucks. <laughs> College basketball. Ole Miss and Tennessee were both in that bad boy, go. too. Yeah. So there you go. Thank you, BetMGM. ADC Sports, king of the sports book. Use that promo code ATOZ Sports. They got you hooked up every single day on this show. And here's something. It's Wednesday, so it's like the lamp Wednesday. Place a $25 wager on any NHL player to score a goal tonight and get $2 in free bets for every goal scored in that game, up to $16. Opt in 
to light the lamp Wednesday in your Bet MGM app. You can be a new user using the promo code ATOZ Sports, or you can be already an old user like Austin and I on Bet MGM. Download the app today. All right, so let's hear from new Titans GM Rand Carthon from the San Francisco 49ers. Here's this video. Hey, I'm Rand Carthon, uh, director of pro personnel for the San Francisco 49ers. So in pro scouting, uh, we're in charge of uh, the daily maintenance of the waiver wire, uh, which is every player that's cut and brought on the street. So we look at that and determine if those guys have a fit and a role for the Niners. Uh, we also do the week-to-week scouting reports uh, during the season called the advanced scouting reports uh, that we meet with the coaches on to help prep for our upcoming opponents. And then we also do the free agency process, the unrestricted and restricted free agents that are in the league and uh, evaluate each and every one of those players and bring them to the attention of our GM and head coach and how those guys fit as Niners. So I think the most important words of those of that video, Zach, how they fit as Niners at the very end. Rand Carthon saying how they fit as Niners. Talking with the head coach and his GM, John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan, the head coach, at that time, what type of player do you want for your system? That's what Rand Carthon's been doing over the last seven seasons with the Niners in the last two years as the director of player personnel, a promotion from him talking about the pro personnel there too. So collaboration, there's that key word from Miss Amy that you showed earlier in the show, Zach. But what are your initial reactions of of uh, seeing and hearing Ran right there for the Yeah, Titans need to get guys like Debo Samuel, Christian McCaffrey, and Brandon Ayuk. That's, that's, that's <laughs> George what they Kittle. need to do. <laughs> yeah, George Kittle. Oh, yeah. I forgot a little that sprinkle guy. of Kittle. That guy. Yeah, yeah top five tight end. Uh, so, you know, I, look, he's got a cool, calm demeanor. I, I think yeah. my first reaction is, what is his demeanor going to be in his opening press conference, right? Because, you know, he's just getting interviewed for a random, you know, 49ers hit. Say, yeah. hey, look, can we get to know you, Rand? And he's sitting there answering questions. But he's got that cool, calm demeanor. He's a player, obviously, based on his history, right? So I think there's relatability to that. I think that's yeah. valued. You know, John Robinson, you know, a different comes from everybody comes from a different walk of life, but you know, he wasn't he didn't come up from the NFL ranks and get his opportunity. Rand Carthon did, and he you know, he was, and Frank Carthon was not like this unbelievable player. Undrafted but, free agent, had to grind it out, and then went immediately into scouting, right? Right, That's, and went into scouting and then continued to grind it out because yes, exactly. scouting is is a grinded-out type of job. I'd be curious when his, in his opening press conference if he is, you know, happy and excited and you see a little bit different personality than what we just saw in that clip just to kind of – you know, fit the the you know face to the name per se, but you know, I I I think that if he's gone through the interviews and he's earned the job in a big job like the Tennessee Titans job, uh, I think that you know it's well deserved. You've got to, and he beat out a guy who they you know in in Ryan Cowden that they knew about, right? That they had instilled trust in after they had fired John Robinson in the middle of the season, and they went a different direction now. Why they did, that's, you know, on their own accord. But I, I I don't know. I get a good positive vibe from that, but I'm still waiting to hear the press conference where I yeah. got other questions. I got a lot of, you know, this is – I've been through you know, multiple general manager press conferences where you sit there and they, they try to explain what they're trying to do. You know, what does a Titan look like in Rain Carthon's mind? 
you know, he just said you got to find a Niner. What is a Niner? Well, obviously, well, whatever a Niner is makes the playoffs every year and does pretty well. And I think, you know, looking and there's a lot of different follow up topics and questions that we're going to have about this. But I, I do think and we talked about this, Zach, last week when Carthon became a candidate, the Titans were going to reach out about of the Niners are a run first offensive scheme. You know, their entire offensive scheme is based off of a downhill uh, you know, outside zone running game. And that's been the Shanahan system since Mike Shanahan did it with the Denver Broncos back in the nineties. And so it, they've been able to evolve that scheme over the last two plus decades uh, to get modern football. And it's worked with the Niners, no matter who's at running back and no matter who's at quarterback, to be honest. Uh, and so, you know, who is a 49er, I think is kind of the same type of player that Mike Vrabel wants to be a Tennessee Titan. And so I think there's some uh, things that align there. So you mentioned the demeanor. Uh, I, you know, we've got you know, the graphics that we've shown so far today. We've got two faces of Rand Carthon. We've got uh, happy smile, big, big teeth smile, ran. And then we've got serious down to business ran uh, with those two graphics. But Zach, a third graphic that I want to bring up here about Rand Carthon. And I think this is really important. David Lombardi is the athletics reporter for the San Francisco 49ers. He put this out there yesterday after the news came out about the Titans hiring Carthon. And I think this is big. The lower rounds are the scouting department's rounds when it comes to the 49ers operations. That's where their operation shines. And Rand Carthon operated that part of the Niners machine. The results indisputably suggest he did a great job. So we know the lower rounds are important. John Robinson did a great job with the lower rounds of his draft too. But now you got to see Rand Carthon do a good job with the earlier rounds yeah. where the Niners have, right? The Niners have done a good job with their higher rounds, maybe because of John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan's philosophies, maybe because of Adam Peters, who is also a part of this cog in the front office with the Niners who declined interview for the Titans and Cardinals GM job. But Rand Carthon has to be good and stay good at that late round evaluation. But he's got to be good in the early round evaluation. And Zach, that word I just said twice, evaluation, is what I have seen and heard the most from people talking about Rand Carthon of a football person. It's evaluating. He's a good evaluator of a, a, a player who can be successful in what they are trying to implement. So evaluation is really everything. So how does that translate now that he's the head guy? Well, and look, we are, we're already starting. This is day one. You know, you had J in J Rob, we trust you got ran the man Carthon right there. Ran the That's man right. is, is ran going to be the man and he's going to have to hit on those higher picks. And here's another thing, you know, he was a part, we'll talk about Trey Lance later in the show, just based on, uh, on that next topic. But he was a part of trades. You like, is he going to be conservative? Is he, is he going to be more aggressive? We got to find out those tendencies in this year's draft. We got to find out those tendencies in this year's free agency market and what they're trying to do with this franchise. That is, you know, I think the theme of, well, you know what? I'll save it. I'll, I'll save this because what I was going to say, I'm actually going to say when the chat answers what they need to answer, which is our next question. Before Austin, you you ask that question to the uh, to the chat. I do want to bring this up because mm -hmm. it is something that is noteworthy. 
which is the Rooney rule. The Rooney rule incentives now come into play with this Mm -hmm. hire, and the 49ers will receive a compensatory third-round pick in the next two drafts as part of the Rooney rule, incentivizing teams to develop minority head coaches and executives, GM candidates. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Rand Carthon as a minority gets hired as part of the Tennessee Titans who, I mean, I'm pretty sure in their history, they have never hired a general manager. That is a minority uh, general manager. That's it. This is the first minority GM in Titans and Oilers history. So, right. Yeah, and hey. so I, I want to state this. That is that means that the rule is impacting. Right. And I don't know if that had any impact or what. And, and we'll find that out in the future as far sure. as what the 49ers do with those compensatory picks. But I, I believe that the Titans in whoever they hired, they're hiring the best person for the position. That should be the goal of any job is who is the best guy for the job based on interviews? Because the incentive is not for the Titans. The incentive is for the 49ers, right? Exactly. So it's the development of it. So that it doesn't give any incentive to the Titans to no. hire. They, they need to hire the best guy. But there is some impact on the diversity of what I think a change is happening in the NFL that we've talked about at length. Over exactly. the last several years. Yeah, when you get some free time, go look up the 49ers compensatory picks that they're getting from minority elevations. They're cleaning up with that rule that has been implemented somewhat recently over the last few years because well, they traded them all away for Trey Lance. No, no, but look, but but Zach, Robert Sala, boom, head coach hiring. Mike McDaniel, he counted as the Dolphins for a head coach hiring. Now ran Carthon and the next guy in line for the San Francisco 49ers who could be a a minority candidate that gets a big promotion that falls under compensatory draft picks. D'Amico Ryans, the current defensive coordinator for the Niners, is also a potential head coach candidate, if not this year, definitely within the next couple years. And so the 49ers have done a great job of, one, winning on the football field, two, developing their in-house personnel, whether it's on the coaching staff or the front office and winning helps guys get elevated, right? Like even in everything, why is Adam Schefter, Adam Schefter today? Because Adam Schefter was the beat reporter for the Denver post for the Denver Broncos when the Broncos won back-to-back Super Bowls. So Adam Schefter got exposure from winning. He goes on to become this winning helps everybody and winning helps Guys like Rand Carthon, like D'Amico Ryans, like Robert Sala, like like Mike McDaniel, and so on and so forth. And so, you know, I think that's where you see the Niners have a big-time culture of winning football games and being damn good at it. And, you know, the people that are helping them build that are being rewarded with big-time jobs. Yeah, and we talk about change, and T.J. Strahan, or Strayhorn, excuse me, brings up guy or gal. And I think, you know, you're absolutely right. You're starting to see more female referees, more females involved in the NFL, more female coaches in the NBA, as we've seen, you know, with Greg Popovich in the back, uh, you know, in the history of of kind of starting that movement. Change, you know, we're in an era of 2023 where we are evolving as a population and society. Yeah. We are no longer in 1930, right? It is a completely different time. And so we're closer to 2030 than we are 1930. And I think you're starting to see the transition and change 
for it doesn't matter what you look like or who you are as long as you as the individual can get the job done. That's all that this, I think, entails is can you do good work to win football games? Because, you know, you know, in other businesses, can you do good work to make money? That's usually how businesses work. That's how they grow. That's how they evolve. That's how they add pieces. For this, this is unique because you are judged based on play on the field as a sport, as a professional sport. So I definitely think that we're going to start to see more and more of this. Uh, it's just going to take time. And I think you and I have both yep. been you know, ambassadors of time. We've, you got to be patient and say, look, it's just going to take time and change will occur if they yep. continue to do the things that they're doing. Yeah. All right. So look, it's been 31 minutes. There's been a lot of information. I feel like that Zach and I felt we needed to share of what we've been able to gather. I know you guys are really smart Titans fans and you guys would jump to gather information about the new Titans GM reportedly to be Ryan, uh, excuse me, Rand Carthon. So let's ask this question now. What is one word to describe how you feel about the Titans hiring Rand Carthon as GM? What is one word to describe how you feel about the new Titans GM hire of Rand Carthon. But Zach, uh, tell everybody, the fine folks, about Wilson County Hyundai. Yeah, Wilson County Hyundai is where you need to go to get your next ride. It is a quick trip down I-40 exit 236 right there, wilsoncountyhyundai.com. You can look at their inventory. They got the Palisade full-size SUV. Payne Bone and his team. Family owned and operated will hook you up. And I'm telling you, just say, hey, look, I listen to you guys. On A to Z Sports, you, you know, been listening about the Palisade, the Sonata, the Elantra, the Tucson, the Santa Fe, the Ionic. Ooh, can I check out the Ionic? I hear it's battery powered. Or, hey, I got a family. I got three kids. Well, you got three kids. We're turning away mama's minivan for that brand new Hyundai Palisade. Or you could get a 2022 Hyundai Palisade, save some money because, you know, they still got those on the lot. WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Also, don't forget, bet MGM. Zach, it's Wednesday, which means light the lamp Wednesday in the NHL. So this is a, actually a great offer that I took advantage of last Wednesday because it's great. So what you do is you go into your bet MGM app. You opt in to light the lamp Wednesday in the NHL. You place a $25 wager on any NHL player to score a goal tonight, right? So what I did last week, I put 25 bucks on Ovechkin to score a goal in that game, Washington versus Philly. He didn't score a goal, but that's okay because they scored eight total goals in that game, which means I got a $16 free bet. That's $2 for every goal scored in the game uh, right there up to $16. So I hit the max uh, with that. And what did I do? I took that $16 free bet, Zach, and I flipped it. And you know what I did? I put a three-leg parlay uh, in the NHL and one, it was plus 230. So I flipped my $16 free bet and one more uh, than that 25 bucks there. So that's Light the Lamp Wednesday in the NHL. Uh, again, open your uh, BetMGM app and you download that app and then you opt in for the Light the Lamp Wednesday feature. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 or older, Tennessee only, all promotions subject to qualification, eligible requirements, rewards issued with knowledge of that website credit for best inspiring seven days and for problem game support called Tennessee Redline 800-889-9789. Zach, I'll send you to the chat. We asked the question, what's one word, one word to describe how you feel about Rand Carthon being hired, reportedly hired as Titans GM? 
Jonathan goes hopeful gold rush there from Timothy. Now that's a good use of the hyphen right there. Yeah, you know, will, you sit yeah. there, people will be critical of the hyphen sometimes. Gold rush. I like that. Timothy, you're leading. Yeah. We're we're number two. We've only read two comments. I think you're in the lead there, Timothy. I Hopeful see there. I see one that I think could pass it. I'm gonna see if you agree with me. I'm gonna let you get to it. Uh Big Ten Jeff says hopeful, shocked from Steven. Jared says excited. Antonio says excited, curious from Sean, excited there uh, from Jeff. Soulfield says pumped. KJ says pumped. Enthusiasm, refreshing from Demetrius. Jarrell is excited, rejuvenated from Steven. Good from Guy, finally from Scoop. Hopeful from Jason. Eager is a good word there from Tiffany. Andre pumped, excited from Sin City Titan. Pumped from Caleb. Optimistic from Greg. Confident. From one, I may not get to your work because we got so many comments. Uh, optimistic <laughs> from Manny, enthusiastic from Woodrow. We've got uh, ecstatic from Caleb. Another rejuvenated from Jarvis. Change from Van. Hopeful from Gabriel. Refresh from Titans. Kyle. Philosophy from Connor. Mm. Anxious from Pistol. Um, you know, we got a ton coming in. What word were you looking for? We got so uh, I uh, I saw young Charles. blood, young blood yep. coming in uh, there. From that's something we haven't mentioned. Forty one years old, right? Forty one years old is Rand Carthon uh, right there. So my the one word that I that stood out to me was from Charles on YouTube. Uh, he goes, "Rantastic." That's rantastic. Which I, Zach, what nineties movie do you think of when I say rantastic? Because immediately something popped into my mind. It's a dumb movie that you loved when you were like 12 years old. And if you watched it right now, there's a little nostalgia, but overly it's over the top. Billy Madison. Yes. That's quacktastic. So that's rantastic from Charles uh, right there. So I did like that, but Zach, my one word, I've already mentioned it real quick, real quick on that because we're on Billy Madison. Okay. I have to say this. I own a shirt. (laughs) And, and you know when you have a real this is a side note. I gotta do this though. Side note. As uh man or female, when you know, even like you go out, you have a good outfit on, you know, women compliment other women. Oh my gosh, your dress looks great. Guys compliment t-shirts. Yes. Okay. And so I've got a couple of t-shirts in the holster where I know if I go out there, I'm gonna get some randos being like, ah, ah, my man, <laughs> you got right one of those. Now my T-shirt of a of, of, of few of mine that I know I'm going to get com- comments on. It's just like a dark gray T-shirt, and all it says is business ethics. Mm-hmm. That's all it says. And so, uh, shout out to B- Billy Madison because uh, that's a good shirt to wear around, and it's and, something I believe in: business uh, ethics. Jared says uh, Billy Madison's still funny. Yeah. I mean, I think it's probably still funny because it takes me back to 1996 or 1997 yeah, or, you know, the, the following, uh, you know, 10 years after when I was watching Billy Madison on repeat every time. But anyway, so uh, again, really good movie, funny movie uh, there. So my What's one word, word? Is, yeah, evaluation, evaluation is my one word because I feel like that is where the Titans have missed most under John Robinson. I feel like, With J-Rob, there were really good things in the first several years, right? My whole thing about John Robinson, his entire tenure was it's a lot easier to go from 3-13, and 2-14 and to 9-7. and But once you get to 9-7, and he established that, right? They broke through 11-5. They broke through 12-5 and were the one seed 
But then there's that extra pressure where your evaluation is put to the test on sustainability. And I don't think John Robinson stayed true to his evaluation throughout there. I feel like he got cocky in some spots with Caleb Farley and Isaiah Wilson. He misevaluated some spots with guys like Darrington Evans. And I think personality misevaluation with Vic Beasley. I think there were some other spots there that he missed on. And so evaluation is the key word to me because that is what Rand Carthon is getting a lot of credit for and props for around the league. And uh, we're going to have a ton of content, guys, on our website, a2zsports.com uh, backslash Nashville for just the Nashville content about Rand Carthon as our Titans writers, Sam Phelan, Jack Gentry, Adam Holt, Zach Reagan, uh, and more are going to continue to gather info on this guy. And, you know, I've got a couple articles that are being worked on that I'm really excited to read once those guys do some more digging, but evaluation is a big deal when it comes to this guy. I think that's a good word. I am. I like gold rush, man. That's a really good one. I'm actually going to take the hyphen out of gold rush and use that hyphen in my word. First round. Rand Carthon will be judged on his first round. First round draft picks. What he does with them too. It doesn't mean that he will actually pick them. He could trade them away from Aaron Rodgers. He could trade them away for something else. He could trade back to get more picks like we saw on multiple occasions from John Robinson. But Rand Carthon, where the Tennessee Titans have really messed up, is the first round. Now, they've had some hits, but they still haven't re-signed a first-round pick in years. Like Jeffrey Simmons is on the horizon, but they still haven't resigned. John, him. yeah, John Robinson never got the chance to, to never, actually. Not once, not once, did you resign a first round pick? That that's that is going to be the judge yeah. of what Rand Carthon can do because that's how you win. You know, Nick Bosa, ah, that's a pretty good pick. Now th- that's kind of like a. That's like a, uh, a such a, a, a check mark, just check the box and move forward in your but, draft. You know, why, why do the Niners have that opportunity to draft Nick Bosa? Because of an ACL. Yeah, because Jimmy Garoppolo tore his ACL in week two, and they sucked because they had Nick Mullins and another cast of character playing quarterback. But what are you going to do with your first-round picks? Well, you got to be better than drafting Caleb Farley. you got to be better than drafting Isaiah Wilson. you got to be better than drafting Rashawn Evans. You got to be better than drafting Corey Davis and Adoree Jackson at five overall and 18 overall. Both those guys have went on to play other places, right? Because you didn't re-sign your first round pick. Now, Jack Conklin is a unique situation. As we Mm -hmm. know, he's been re-signed now. Well, he's been signed twice now with the Browns and has gone on to have a good career in a spot where the Titans have struggled over the last several years at tackle. But, you know, and Marcus Mariota, first-round pick, didn't work that, out. That was, that was not John Robinson, however. No, I know, I know. I'm just yeah. going through your, yeah, their yeah, first-round yeah. picks. No, I mean, we're now – we're back to 2015. Marcus Mariota did not work out as the number two overall pick. As a franchise, we're not talking about John Robinson. We're talking about mm-hmm. it as a franchise. The franchise is trying to win a Super Bowl, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. That's what's going to happen. Taylor Juan was a good pick at 11. He had a good, solid career – as a pro bowler and you know, he had injuries and we know how the story ended, but he was a good pick. He gave you good play chance. Warmack in 2013, bad, really bad pick. 
in your first round. Kendall Wright, very bad pick in your first round. Jake Locker, very bad pick in your first round. Derek Morgan was an, an okay pick. Now, at at 16 overall, I think they got out of him what they wanted to well, get and, out of you him. Know, and he wasn't Derek a Morgan, superstar pass rusher, though. No, but Derek Morgan tore his ACL going into his rookie training camp, and so that kind of was also a weird circumstance, too. But he he had a good career with the Tennessee Titans, for sure. But let's, you know, let's keep going. Keep going. Because, <laughs> I mean, I, I'll stop there just because, you know, you're getting into the – you're getting into the other iPhone era, as we say. Yeah. Uh, but first round, that that's my one word. That's the yeah. one thing that I am going to judge Rand Carthon on in his next, you know, several years of being employed by the Tennessee Titans is what is he doing at evaluating? I don't, and this is going to sound harsh. I don't give a damn who you are drafting in the seventh round. I give a damn for this franchise exactly. to be better than the monstrosity that I just listed off over the last 10 plus years of what this franchise has done in the first round. It is, I mean, it's obscene. There's more words that I can think of that are not suitable for this show, but mm-hmm. it is, it's horrendous. I mean, th- th- you have got to be good because those are the type of players that matter in weekends coming up sure, in the sure. divisional round. They matter in the following weekend in the conference championships. And then they really matter. You know who won last year's Super Bowl at the end? Who won last year's Super Bowl? The LA Rams. Who actually individually sealed the deal to win the LA Rams the Super oh, Bowl? Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald. Their best premier player drafted in what round? Uh, first. I the first. I believe it. it was right before Lawan or after Lawan. I can't remember what year that was. Anyway, but you, Zach, you brought up seventh round, right? You brought the, you don't care who you draft in the seventh round. No, I mean, you're going to bring up Brock Purdy. I get it. Yeah. But, but, I mean, but again, like, you know, it, it matters. Do both, right? But, like, but, and, but for this franchise, that has not been their issue. I, I know. But again, like, I think, you know, wh- why not? It's what, what's the meme where it's like, why not? Can you can't get a guy who can do both, <laughs> who can do like, uh, you know, the romantic stuff and like the actual like success stuff, get a guy who can do both. Rand Carthon can draft in the late rounds. He's proven that with his evaluation. My word is evaluation where he's been able to evaluate solid later round picks since he's been a part of the Niners organization and really the last couple of years when it comes to his promotion of uh, overall director of player personnel where college scouting comes into that, and then now evaluation. If you can evaluate late-round guys, if you can evaluate late-round guys, why can't you evaluate higher-round guys, right? Now, I get there's more pressure, there's less opportunity because you got to get it right but, you know, if you have a guy who can evaluate, who is a scout at heart, he is a pro scout at heart, a former player, undrafted free agent, running back, you know, uh, he's a legacy NFL guy. His dad was a fullback for a long time with the New York football giants. So you've got a football guy who knows what a football player looks like and has been able to be successful with signing free agents and helping the Niners draft late in the rounds. And now you have to bring that to the first, second, and third round where the Titans 
have missed way too much. And you said it. There's only one first round. There's a lot of late rounds, right? So, yeah. like, that's that. That's the judgment. Well, and, and ironically, if you look at the Niners, they've had a couple years where they've where they double dipped in the first round. Now, and this kind of weird how that worked out. So, in 2020, the Niners had 14th overall and 25 overall. Javon Kinlaw out of South Carolina. That hasn't worked out. That's the pick they got for trading to force Buckner to the Colts. Ken Law's just been hurt. He was a good prospect coming out there. Brandon Ayuk at 25, two thumbs up there. Then in 2017, that, that was the first year that Carthon was with the Niners, so he wasn't really involved in the draft process. But Solomon Thomas, third overall. Reuben Foster, 31st overall. Reuben Foster absolutely did not work out, right? And then, you know, 2016 pre uh uh, Carthon, DeForest Buckner, and Joshua Garrett, two first round picks. So the Titans have to be able to have success there when it comes to those picks. Yeah. So uh, before we move on, I want to read some uh, some comments, some lunchbox, lunchbox money. Phillips says, Miss Judge is my word. I thought Vrabel wanted all the power and promote in house candidates to be a yes man. I owe Vrabel and the front office an apology. Yeah. So there you go, uh, right there. Philip with his uh, lunch money there. We're scrolling on down. More lunch money. You've got Noah. Noah says, positive spin on the misses in the first round. Ooh, I haven't read this comment. I'm reading it live. Oh. How the heck were we even competitive, talking about the Titans, with that many first-round misses? The just imagine if they hit. Let's 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 just, you know, I, I, throw that back up there. Philip, is it Philip? Yes. Yeah, all right. I'm or going no, to Noah. Noah, Noah. That is going in the in the off-season topic uh list, Doc, right? Because that is something we can expand on, right? The Titans have missed that much in high picks, yet they've still been overall successful. So let's just hold on to that uh for another day. Uh, right there. All right, All right. Zach. No, get more? Next, well, hey, I'm not doing lunchbox money. Okay. Hey, we we got to give credit where credit is due. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Noah is coming and he's doubling down. This has turned into jackpot bucks. Ah. I mean, uh, competitive in spite of misses is impressive. So in spite of misses. So he, he kind of clarifies that a yeah. little bit more. And they have been competitive. I mean, they, and look, the Titans have been good. They have been good. This year, they crumbled. They were not good at the end of the season. That's why they didn't make the playoffs, and the Jags are playing this weekend, not the Titans. So, But I, that it is it is a fact. There is something there of how many first-round misses they've had over the last decade. Yep, yep. So we will definitely discuss that. Uh, I added that, Noah, to our off-season topic document list uh, there. All right, Zach, something on social media last night. Trey Lance threw it out there on social media and it got some people going when it comes to what Trey Lance posted. Uh, I will show you what Trey Lance posted here momentarily, but first tell everybody, uh, about, actually, I'm going to tell everybody about the Bone & Joint Institute. Bone & Joint, TN.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. One thing Rand Carthon's going to have to do better is drive players who can stay healthy and won't get hurt. <laughs> and so when you get hurt in life, you have to know who to go to, who to trust. The Bone and Joint Institute can absolutely do that. They are the experts and have specialists in every type of injury category you could possibly think of. By the way, today, 12.30 p.m. Central Time, Sam Phelan and I will talk with Dave Kimfort, lead PT at the Bone and Joint Institute, about Mike Vrabel's comments from the injury situation. 
I am very much looking forward to this doc talk situation. Dave, former NFL offensive lineman himself, now the lead physical therapist at the Bone and Joint Institute, will be able to react to Mike Vrabel's comments and get what Dave thinks uh, can be done when it comes to helping players stay healthy and rehab from injuries. So once again, 12.30 p.m. Central Time today, just in about three and a half hours, on these same Facebook and YouTube channels, boneandjointtn.org. It is eSports BetMGM. It's Light the Lamp Wednesday. That means you place a $25 wager on any NHL player to score a goal tonight and get $2 of free bets for every goal scored in that game up to $16. Just opt in to Light the Lamp Wednesday in your BetMGM app. Use the promo code ATOZ Sports for new users. If you're a regular user, you can also opt into that. That's BetMGM. All right, Zach. Trey Lance, 49ers quarterback who injured uh, significantly early in this season uh, and was ruled out, carted off with a bad, ugly leg injury, posted this on his Instagram story yesterday after Rand Carthon was reported to receive the Titans GM job. Again, Trey Lance, Instagram story screenshot with three fingers crossed emojis. Zach, is that a big deal, small deal, or no deal? A big deal, small deal, or no deal? We're going to get to the chat here in a second uh, on Trey Lance, who is going into year three with the San Francisco 49ers. And we know the 49ers quarterback situation is a complete wild card up in the air type of situation moving I forward. I you were going to say something else, which I, would have been the right thing to say. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Bleep show. Shiano but it's show. a good show. It's entertaining as hell, man. It's like the 49ers quarterback situation is like the crazy reality show that you really don't want to admit to your friends and family that you watch because it's so just toxic, but entertaining. So yeah, Jimmy I, G, do, you, do you have one recently? No. Yeah, but I, I, I'm too embarrassed. I'm there has been a show that I have watched that I don't like that I have watched, but I don't think we've watched it in maybe eight months. Like, now that I think about it, it's been a while since we've gone back to that. Which, All right, so God. we'll kick that can to Monday and ask me anything. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> we need a different topic, Doc, for Monday Ask Me Anything yeah. topics. All right, so big deal, small deal, or no deal. Uh, real quick, 49ers quarterback situation, Jimmy Garoppolo, there's no way he's going to be back next year. That just cannot happen. He's hurt. Trey Lance, that's a significant injury that he's going to have to work his way back from. He's going into year three. So guess what? Fifth-year option is due after the draft. And you know, uh, no, he's got one more year after that. So my, I, I jumped the shark on that. So one more year before the fifth-year option is due on Trey Lance, and you literally know nothing about it. And now he's coming off an injury, and now Brock Purdy has an opportunity to help the Niners get to the NFC title game as the last pick in this past year's draft. So a lot of situations, the Niners are also being linked to Tom Brady, which I know you guys, you and Sam talked about on Monday with the Titans side of things, but big deal, small deal, no deal with Trey Lance uh, giving that triple Fingers crossed emoji for Rand Carthon getting the Titans GM job yesterday. So here's why I say it's a small deal. Okay. It's a small deal because the 49ers connection, you just sat there and told me about, you know, three quarterbacks, you know, what are they going to do with Trey Lance? What are they going to do with Jimmy Garoppolo? It could be a small deal because of the connection of just the idea of 
Rand Carthon going to get? How does Rand Carthon feel about Jimmy Garoppolo? No idea. Good question. Does he love him? Does right. he love him so much that he wants to go after him and replace you know Ryan Tannehill with him? Does he not like him? Does he think that, hey, Jimmy Garoppolo is injury prone? He's gotten hurt too much. Did, was he a huge catalyst in drafting Trey Lance and convincing and being a part of that decision? I don't know. These are all questions. That's why it's a small deal. I cannot say it's a no deal okay. because I'm looking deeper into what this actually represents. But I think it's, it. you know, we did a lot of something or nothing yesterday. This yeah. is something of a small deal. Uh, all right. So you mentioned several things. So Trey Lance was drafted uh, high, right? The Niners moved up to go get him. That was the first draft that Rank Carthon was overseeing collegiate scouting as the director of player personnel from his promotion to pr from pro personnel, right? So maybe, maybe he had a hand in that. But honestly, I think that responsibility, if you're going to move up 12 spots in the draft, that responsibility falls on the head coach and the general manager. So I think Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch probably had more to deal with that uh, there. So, you know, I, I definitely think Rank Carthon, according to the report we read from Lombardi, who covers the Niners earlier, I think, yeah, Brock Purdy had a lot to do with Rank Carthon's evaluation. Zach, I'm going to say no deal. No deal. No deal on this. Because, you know, emojis have... Meanings that could vary, right? What is your what does this mean to you? What does this emoji mean to you? Well, uh, here here's something that I do think needs to be clarified. When was this posted? Was this posted after it was announced? This was posted, you know, I'll show the graphic again. So what you have here is you have 49er edits with um, some I'm guessing fan account that just does 49ers news posted that Rand Carthon is being reported to get the Titans GM job and Trey Lance yesterday afternoon. So two hours after that was posted, uh, he shared that to his Instagram story with the three fingers crossed. Emotions. So it could mean, Hey, I hope that he gets the job, right? So he's in the running for the job. I hope that he gets the job, which means maybe a little bit different, but it does mean that he's rooting for somebody that he has a relationship with. And so there is something there yeah, of there so, being a relationship if he's wishing positive vibes and, publicly to an individual. And that's where I say no deal, right? It, I say no deal because I learned this from uh, A to Z sports uh, recruiting connoisseur, Zach Reagan, who learned this the hard way, you know, with guys 25 years or younger, a lot of times that's a good luck sign. And so, uh, and that comes from recruiting uh, interactions with players and young athletes uh, doing things like that with each other from same team, different team, whatever it is, that's a good luck sign. So Trey Lance is doing nothing but wishing Rand Carthon good luck with him taking his big opportunity to be the Titans GM. So that's why I say no deal. Uh, Noah, man, I, we're going to, I think we will organize a dinner i mean this is this didn't start a jackpot bucks and we'll, we'll, we'll organize a dinner with uh the the crew uh for noah today because he's given some jackpot bucks he says big deal on two fronts could be a potential opportunity to get a young first round for cheap i think he's talking about trey lance and post 
could be seen as Rand having a good relationship with players. Also, side note, need merch. Well, if you need merch from AZ Sports, you know where to go. Shop.azsportsnational.com. And I will say this year, we're going to reorganize all of that where it's oh, yeah. going to be a lot bigger for all of our A to Z sports fans to, to go rock merch. I did see something a funny comment. I was going to give him the love of the show because we were talking about business ethics t-shirt. The guy was like, <laughs> does Zach own a different shirt than A to Z? And I would say no. I, I went to a private school in high school. I wore a, a uniform every single day for like seven years. And I've the last several years, I just wear a uniform. This is all I wear during the week. So yeah, same. Right. Business ethics and business. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right, Zach. Look, there's a lot to get to with Rand Carthon being the new Titans GM. We've got so many topics and questions and conversations that we're going to have tomorrow, Friday, you know, next week about what's going to happen, the domino effect that this is for the Titans offseason. So a lot of really good conversation and information here. You got one more thing? I got one more thing. Yeah. We don't know about who Trey Lance is, right? No. It's unfair to sit here and create a, a narrative that he's good. It's also unfair to create a narrative that he he's terrible. He's a complete bust, right? We just, he hasn't played enough football, <clears throat> Caleb Farley, right? Mm. You just don't know. He has not played enough big boy football. So once he gets healthy, you know, we'll find out this offseason what direction that they're going to go. All right. It is time to wrap up this Wednesday show with throwing shade. Zach, let's throw some shade, but tell us all about Farm Bureau Health Plans. Yeah. FBHP.com is where to go to get your new health plan. I got my new health plan. Last year in 2022, I carried it over into this year in 2023, and I'm really, really glad that I did. It helps me in so many different ways, and it's cost-effective. I talk about better coverage, better rates, and better service. I get all of those when it comes to Farm Bureau Health Plans. We've got a great relationship that we're going to even build on that relationship because right. of how good they've been to us and vice versa. They've been a great partner, and I hope that as I speak every single solitary day, about Farm Bureau Health Plans and my experience over the last year, you would sit back and take a second and evaluate your health plan. It doesn't mean that you have to switch, but go get a quote. I got a quote and I realized that it was the best plan for me. It was more effective. It was it cost less and it offered me more for my health plan. That's Farm Bureau Health Plans of Tennessee, 200 plus locations across the state. All right, last time for today, it's Wednesday. I got to figure out, I'm going to text our guy, Alex Doherty, who covers the Preds for us. By the way, BetMGM, official uh, sponsor and betting partner of the Nashville Predators. Big deal uh, that happened last month with BetMGM and the Preds. But light the lamp Wednesday, one NHL player to score a goal today after you opt into that light the lamp Wednesday feature in your BetMGM app, put 25 bucks down on one guy to score a goal tonight, and you get $2 of free bets for every goal scored in that game, up to 16 bucks and eight goals. Uh, I did it last week. Going to do it again tonight with Light the Lamp Wednesday with the BetMGM app, and let's do it. Let's throw some shade. Shade to throw to wrap up this Wednesday. Good, positive uh, day for the Titans yesterday. And, and speaking of the Preds, uh, Bork saying, are the Preds good now? Because the Preds uh, have been <laughs> been able to uh, rack up a, a lot of wins over the last couple of weeks there too. But throw in shade, Zach, I'll send you the chat or let you start wherever you want to go. 
Uh, Tiffany says, shade to the hospital staffing at her hospital. No excuses for ICU patients being stuck in the ER. It's not safe. And, you know, I think Tiffany brings up, you know, when something like that does happen, you know, you want to get help as quick as possible, right? Because you don't know. You're an innocent bystander maybe with an issue. And so that's always uh, a serious thing. Uh, Lucas said, says, throwing shade, I get paid uh, – Peace rate at my job. I don't know what that means. Uh, and we don't have any work, so I stand here. So, well, you know, that's that's tough on Lucas. Uh, Dom says, big shade on A to Z construction services. Oh. They stole your logo in the right around Memphis. They didn't steal this logo. No. They, may, they may have another logo. Uh, well, we don't we do have copyright to A to Z in broadcasting, not in construction services, though, right? So... Yeah, uh, there's that uh, big shade on Michigan from Big Ten. Jeff co-OC Matt Weiss being charged with con- computer access crimes, a.k.a. Ooh. child stuff. I Did you see that? No. I did. You I didn't see that either. No. Uh, Devin says throwing shade at Cowboys kicker for shaving points. <laughs> God, that was a rough. I wonder what the Cowboys are going to do. You can't miss that many kicks. Against the San Francisco 49ers. So, not so with I, all those Niners across the field. Yeah, that's right. That that was a that was interesting for at least the uh, the betters in the on that game, too. Uh John says throwing shade at the league for the Bengals and Bills not being played in a neutral field. This is actually pretty interesting because there's a discrepancy of of what their record was. There was not a discrepancy of a record between the Chiefs and the Bills. So they just had to go by record. You could not sit there and say, what if? Mm-hmm. What would have happened mm-hmm. if that game would have been played when DeMar Hamlin was injured? Uh, Dadson says, shade on all the evaluators who claim Malik Willis was about to beat out Ryan Tannehill now are guilty of repeating the same oh, mistake. That, that was, that's a good one because there were a lot of people saying that Malik was going to take over for Tannehill late in the season and you know not because of injury. Yeah. Uh, Noah, God, Noah is racking us up. We appreciate you, Noah. Have uh, now ordered merch right there. Right. Also shade on his brother uh, for being jealous because he's invited or he was invited to the the gala or gala? Gala. Gala. Of, uh, gala apples, right? Gala is an apple. I don't know. Where's a gala? Is that a word? The gala. Isn't that the gala? Or is it gala? Yeah, I think it can be both. Tomato, tomato. Uh, but nobody says kid. tomato, so let's get out of that. It's it's. Oh, bro, I think the the Brits, they definitely they're definitely people that say tomato, tomato. Are you kidding me? There yeah. be definitely people that. It, yeah. It, yeah, there's culture. I mean, yeah, we people are like gala is a big part. No, we know what it is, but gala, gala, gala. There's a lot of the Met gala. gala. The Met. Then there's gala. A, then there's a gala. gala. The gala. There's, you know, yeah, yeah, the gal. <laughs> I mean, you from down. I mean, that's this is a good. I don't know. This is a good question. Yeah, tomato, gala, tomato, potato, gala, yeah, or gala, 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 gala. The Met Gala. Then there's the, uh, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> what is your shade? Uh, my shade is on. Look, I'm speculating here, but I, I've done some some quick investigation and I feel like I'm, my speculation is, is correct. So I, I had an errand to run, you know, around lunchtime yesterday. So I was cutting through some side streets 
So there was some road construction being done on Belmont Boulevard in Nashville, Zach. No big deal. I had to go around it. Um, but then I was driving back through it. And when I was driving back through it on the way home after said errand, the construction workers were no longer present at the construction site. I looked at my clock and it was 1215. So I'm like, did these guys just go to lunch and leave all of their equipment in the middle of the road? So let's just say this road construction. They had shut down one lane on Belmont Boulevard. That is a two lane road. One lane was full of construction equipment. When I first arrived, they were there helping stop traffic, let people through the one lane and then vice versa. Right. We all know that drill. But when I came back around, they were gone. And then so it was just us up to us to figure it out and peek around the construction equipment that was blocking the one lane and say, hey, let's not hit each other. And so my shade is on those guys for taking lunch all at the same time and leaving that unattended because luckily I was in and out through there and didn't have any problems. But are you serious? Like there, that could have been really bad. <laughs> so that is my shade. Lunch, had to go to lunch. lunch. They brought their lunch pail. They had to go. No, like, 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 and Timothy says, and they got to take breaks. No, I get they have to take breaks, but you stagger those things. You don't just leave the street up to the, you know, driving gods and say, hey, see what happens. Up to you. We're on break. Eat my burrito. That's so, my shade. Yeah, I mean, that that's kind of a weird situation that they kind yeah, of... Yeah, I was like, you got to be kidding me with this. So, um, <laughs> here is here's my shade. My shade, and I'll make it quick because I, I hate talking about this, but it, it really kind of pissed me off. There is an Italian tennis player playing in the Australian Open, right? In the Australian Open, there was a lot of hoopla last year about Novak Djokovic not being... I mean, he got sure. deported because of COVID, right? They have different COVID laws and rules. So this Italian tennis player was tied to a doctor that was accused of sending fake vac vaccine cards, right? And so this Italian tennis player, this uh, this young, young girl, had just won, sat down at a press conference. First question, I mean, they, it was zero about the match. First question was about these vaccine cards and if, they, if she had had a fake vaccine card. And here is my shade. One of the reporters, I would have, this is why I'm not in press conferences, because I would destroy this person. One reporter even asked if she would take another vaccine just in case the one she received wasn't legitimate. I, that would blow my mind. I would tell that reporter to go shove it up there, you know what, and get the hell out of here. So my shade is how much of a, uh s show uh, well, we won't say it this is the second time right that that has become down there at the australian open i don't know what's going to happen with the cards and you know the accusations of the doctor and all that stuff but my shade is on the reporter how dare you sit there and say and ask a question like that i feel like that is so ridiculous and that that reporter should be outed like they should be outed and not allowed back in for the rest of the tournament deport their ass like uh, like Novak Djokovic. That's my shit. Yeah, that's not the reporter's place, <laughs> to say the least. First of all, how dare you? Uh, anyway, all right, let's... Uh, <laughs> all right, so a lot of things to come up today. Uh, Rand Carthon will 
at some point it will be officially announced via the Titans that he is the new GM. So stay put for that. We will have access to the press conference introducing him whenever that might pop up. But again, today at 12.30 p.m. Central Time, just about three hours away, Sam Phelan and I will talk uh, Doc Talk segment with the injury situations based off of Rabel's comments from last week. So that's 12.30 Central on these same channels coming up here in a few. Before we end, you know, the Beatles have a great famous song saying, can't buy me love. Well, Noah is trying to buy some love right here. There's another jackpot money. So there you go, Noah. He's yep. dropping the dimes today. Uh, that didn't get the love of the show. So you really can't buy me love. No. But it will buy you uh, a little bit of FaceTime. All right. Don't forget, subscribe to the YouTube channel and like the show before you go. There's two guys on the screen right there that Rand Carthon might have to make some decisions with, with Jeffrey Simmons and Derrick Henry moving forward. Uh, so again, like the show before you go. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, make sure you don't miss any of our Titans live and reaction coverage on the channel. More to come later on. Buck Rising live tonight, A to Z Sports Primetime. Uh, we'll talk to you guys. I'll, I'll see you guys here in a few hours with Bone and Joint Institute Doc Talk at 1230. See you then. Appreciate it as always. Adios.